evil sorcerers are going to blot out the sun in Illinois. I don't think that's happening. What Bye. can we do? What can we do about so it? We'll find out next because John and Nancy are still talking. Uh, in fact, evil sorcerers are not going to blot out no, the sun. No, no, no. Uh, uh, it's actually a, a natural phenomenon called a total eclipse. And let me tell you something. We're getting another one in Illinois, and we haven't had one uh, not that long ago. We ha had another one. Renee Kerrigan's joining us. She's the curator of science and the planetarium yeah. director at the uh, Peoria Riverfront Museum. John was all excited about the last one. You went down to southern Illinois. You were pumped. Oh, Fantastic. So Renee was on the show before that one. Yeah. Uh, and when was that, Renee? 2017? 2017. Yeah, that was August 21st, 2017. And there hasn't been another one that's been uh, close to us since that time. But we're in luck because April 8th, it's happening again. It's wow. so cool. And, and, and that's and that doesn't happen very often, right? Because the next one's not till 2033, is that what or, I read? Or more, 2045 or something? So it's the a total solar eclipse can occur someplace on the planet roughly every six months. But what is really rare is that it's accessible to you. You know, most of our planet is covered in ocean. So a lot of times you would have to, you know, get on a boat and go to the middle of the ocean, or you might have to be um, on the other side of the planet to see a total solar eclipse. You always have to travel to see it. So what's rare is when they get when the path that you need to travel to to see the eclipse is close to where we live. Yeah, it's and that really happened cool. in 2017, and it's happening again in 2024. It's awesome, and it sure did. So, so th this is my Renee Kerrigan story. So uh, Renee was on the show prior to that last eclipse, and we talked all about it and everything. And I went down to Carbondale and watched it, and it's jaw-droppingly, insanely cool. Yeah, my son went too, and it's he loved it. So cool. And and so Renee was about nine months pregnant. Is that correct? I was. Yes, <laughs> I had my baby, and her name is Stella. She's six now, um, and she was born exactly two weeks after the 2017 total yeah. solar but eclipse. So, so, um, so though, right? So here's a curator of science and planetarium director Renee Kerrigan going. I'm not missing this yeah, thing, and no. everybody from her obstetrician <laughs> to her uh, husband to everybody said, "Don't get into a car." And drive, because you probably have your baby in a parking lot somewhere, but you went anyway, <laughs> didn't you? I did. I went and uh, saw the eclipse, and I, you know, if I I was technically not supposed to travel, but I just looked up where the hospitals were close to where I was going to be. <laughs> everything was fine. Be prepared. Right, everything was fine. So, so, so you saw the eclipse, right? And it was a total, total eclipse. Completely blots out the sun, right? It was an amazing experience. Right. So I just, I just want to pick your brain. What was, when you, was that the first time you saw Totality? That was the first time I saw Totality, and then I, I'm lucky because I had an opportunity to travel to see another one, so I saw my second one in 2019, but I went, I went to South America to see it. I was wow. in Chile in 2019 and saw that total solar eclipse, so uh, fingers crossed for clear skies on yeah. April 8th, and that will be my third. So the first time you saw the Totality, what what about the experience? One thing about the experience did you that happened that you didn't expect? I didn't anticipate, even though I had been teaching people about what to expect. I didn't. I just. I was gobsmacked by um, how dark it got. It, it, it's mm -hmm. not as dark as midnight when a to, when you're in totality. It doesn't get completely dark like it gets in the middle of the night. 
but it got very dark okay. in the middle of the day. Um, and I remember I, my, I kept on repeating, do you see how dark it is? Yeah. And my friends so I was with, well, yes, we see how dark it is. But I was just so shocked. And, and it also it got um, significantly cooler uh, for those three minutes in the middle of the day. Um, and that's just a, it's a really uh, bizarre experience and inspiring. Um, and it, you can't, there's nothing else like it. You, it's just so unusual to experience that change in light and temperature in the middle of the day. How did number one and two differ or were they very similar when you were, you know, when you saw them? They, they did uh, differ. Um, for number two, I was on a beach in La Serena, Chile. And so the thing that was the most fun about that was I was with a lot of other people and I didn't know them necessarily. You know, I was traveling. So these were, but it was this party atmosphere. There was a lot of people who were all enjoying the same thing. And it was, um, that shared experience is really fun and special. Um, I do think the second one, I spent a little bit too much time trying to decide if the star I was looking at was the planet Mars or the star <laughs> in Aries, and um, that I maybe distracted myself during totality a little too much. Um, so my advice is, is always to just try to take it all in because totality usually lasts you know, three minutes, four minutes, it's not very much time. I don't recommend trying to fool with a camera unless you're a really good photographer. Somebody else is going to take a better picture than what uh, you've, you're managing to take. So I recommend just trying to um, experience it in those minutes as fully as you can. Renee Kerrigan is the uh, Curator of Science and Planetarium Director at the Peoria Riverfront Museum. Now, when, when I was down there in Carbondale, and it was an amazing day. It was crystal clear. You're exactly right that the, the it gets dark, which is weird. It gets colder, which is weird. And then the other phenomenon that I didn't expect, Renee, and you, maybe you can explain to me why this happens. So the sky is dark, but 360 degrees, the horizon is lit up. That was so. Yes. That was so weird. It was like there's this really beautiful sort of sunset colors that yeah. happen in a, but it's not like a sunset because the sun is still in the sky. It's just covered up, so it's sort of this uh, halo of sunset colors that that's happen correct. around the sun, and that's really amazing. It was amazing. It really was. And so this year is April eighth is when it's happening, and I guess it's still in the afternoon, right? It's like two thirty in the afternoon or something. Is when that's they, right. When uh, the in, if you do travel to Carbondale, totality is from one fifty nine to two oh three in the afternoon, and it's just lucky that Carbondale is in both of these paths. So most of the time, you know, that's very rare. Uh, the the path of the eclipse changes every time there's an eclipse, and um, it just so happens that it crosses in Southern Illinois in Carbondale. So you could travel to Southern Illinois to see this eclipse, or you could travel um, to Indiana uh, close by to oh. see the eclipse. Indianapolis is in the eclipse path oh, as well. Cool. Yeah, so like, and, 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 and pick a location and go because, as Renee said, it's so worth it. It's so worth a a couple hours drive to sit through this thing because it's it's an experience that, I mean, we probably won't unless you travel and you know you know go to South America or something like. Some lucky people get to do. Yeah. Ah. Uh, 
you, you, mm-hmm. won't, you won't see another one. I mean, you, you, you probably only get the one. The next one that will cross the United States is in 2045. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, this is a, a pretty rare chance that there's one that's this close by, this accessible to so many people here in central Illinois. So so at the planetarium there at the Riverfront Museum, it's a beautiful planetarium. If, if, if you haven't been, go, because we've got a real gem of a planetarium here in our city. Uh, I know you did a talk uh, all about this uh, uh, last eclipse leading up to it. Are you guys doing similar programming uh, heading into this one? Yeah, we sure are. There's one happening on February 29th. Uh, that's a Thursday in the evening at 630, and the information's already on our website, uh, riverfrontmuseum.org. And then we also have, every day that we're open at the museum, we have a planetarium show that's all about the eclipse. And uh, they'll tell you what you need to know, how eclipses happen, how to watch it safely. So that's happening on Tuesdays through Sundays at 1 o'clock. So you can see the museum exhibits that we have, which are amazing, um, as well as visiting the planetarium. It's all included with admission to the museum. And uh, learn about the eclipse at that 1 o'clock show as well. Very cool. And here's what I learned at the last Renee Kerrigan lecture, which was really cool. Before I saw my first eclipse, I, I was, you know, we were wondering how you view it safely, right? She just referenced that. So I'm like, well, don't, don't you have to look through all this dark film and all this stuff and everything? And you're like, no, once it hits totality, you can just take off all the glasses and look at it, right? It's really neat. That's true if you're in the eclipse path, so I should make sure to be clear on that. If you're right. watching from central Illinois, from right here in Peoria, you will need to use those eclipse shades the whole time right. because oh. th- we don't have totality in Peoria. Right. But if you're in the eclipse path, you need to use those shades to watch the partial phase to lead up to it. But for the you know three to four minutes of totality, when the moon completely blocks the sun, no, you don't need to use those. It's safe to look at the sun, and you should look at it uh, because you're seeing the outer atmosphere of the sun. Do you remember that ghostly white sort of corona, the sun's outer atmosphere that you can see during totality? And you'll miss that if you wear those shades. Yeah. So you should take them off during, during those moments. Of totality. And, and Renee so eloquently said when I asked her about it when she was on the radio show, she's like, well, do you normally stare at the sun? Yeah, then don't. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, people get, people love uh, their pets. People love, you know, the sm- people get concerned about the safety. They're like, but what, you know, what do I need to do to keep my pet safe during totality or during a, a, a solar eclipse? And I've always just tried to gently say, well, if you're if your dog doesn't normally look at the sun, uh, you're uh, fine. you don't need to get a clip shade uh, for your dog, right? But I understand that people just want to keep their loved ones safe, be it their children or their animals. So, uh, But no worries, your animals are all going to be safe during the eclipse. I remember one time when I was a kid, and I can't even remember where we were. It might have been in Oklahoma. Uh, there was an eclipse. But it was where we were just on the very edge of it, so you weren't going to see totality. But my dad made a little pinhole shade camera. You ever seen that? That's right. And yeah. so it'll it'll make this uh, uh, yellow dot. So and then you can see the 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 moon kind of the shadow slide over. Oh, very cool. Uh, through the through the the sun dot. And yeah, you can still cool. do that. It can be a fun. I recommend getting the eclipse shades, which we do have for sale at the museum store. I know they're being sold elsewhere as well. Yeah. But if you're looking for a place in Peoria, you can come uh, get them at the museum store. I uh, recommend getting those because you can directly look at the sun and it's safe. But it's also fun to use pinhole projectors, and you can see that shadow of the eclipse, as you say, projected onto the ground, onto the side of the building. And you can look 
at the little dappled sunlight between, um, like, the leaves of a tree, and you will see a bunch of eclipse suns in the shadows under the tree during the partial phases of the eclipse. So that's pretty fun to watch. All right, Renee Kerrigan, a globe-trotting uh, yeah. eclipse watcher. Where are you going this year? <laughs> well, this year I'm be going with the museum uh, to Dallas, Texas, um, because while you can get to the eclipse path in Indiana or southern Illinois, you know, the farther south you are on that path, the more likely you are to have clear skies in April. So we're, we're taking the trip down to Texas. Um, but my family is going to be here in central Illinois, and I'm going to send them over towards uh, southern Illinois or Indiana. So yeah. uh, we're excited to watch this eclipse for sure. April 8th in the afternoon, southern Illinois is a great place to go. Uh, I've been there, done that. Everybody should go try and do it. Renee, travel safely. Thank you for being on the yeah, uh, thanks, podcast Renee. today. talking with you. And uh, we'll, I hope everybody goes and, and sees your lecture and the exhibits there at the museum because yeah. it really is worth it. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's a pleasure. All right. So go, 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 go see the eclipse if you can. I'm going. Nancy, you should go. You should go. Well, my son is over in Indy, so I'm thinking maybe we should make the trip over there. Yeah, then uh, after we witness it, we'll all come back and talk about it some more because if you keep listening, we'll keep talking. See you next time. Bye.